You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is week 20 of the Owen 60 podcast. And like I did in week 10 and week one, uh, huge shout out to the man providing us with our intro music, our break music, uh, Mr. Jonathan Howe. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Johnny Howe. Yeah, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at Jonathan on air. Oh, yeah, Uncle Gordy. Coming up clutch with this music. Oh, yeah. He's a beauty. Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, as I'm shutting my phone down. Getting ready to go. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty clutch that uh, liability what, on here. About a week or two, it took him to get all that ready, send it off, and maybe last. That might have been like two days. Oh, geez. Should have him on to talk about the experience of what recording, recording music for us. <laughs> <laughs> talk about his experience. <laughs> so what talk was about experience? Mohawk Radio. Hey, don't judge. Don't judge. Now I'm all fidgety. I mean. I mean, Niagara hey, is, you know, is that a rivalry? Pretty uh, top notch. Has to be. It's a rivalry in the O. Mm. I wouldn't say it, like, are we talking in sports or just school? School. Oh, it's not really. Know. You got your TV really. and radio, right? Yeah, we did TV and radio, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, we just did radio. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Two years. Two years. Yours is three, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Not bad. That's I mean, right. the TV probably makes it. I mean, it was year, two and right? a half. I was at TSN yeah, for you were... the last semester, so. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. I like that they gave you the full semester co-op. That's pretty cool. Like, internship. I think it was three quarters of the semester, and then I had the last month to do nothing. Oh, that's too bad, but. It was fun. That's too that was bad. fun. What that do you was mean fun. That is too bad. <laughs> it's fun here. I, I know. That was a blast, the internship, just going to Tim Hortons randomly yeah. during a segment. Yeah, Martian <laughs> Mellow in the morning. Yeah, that was a fun one. Had the updates going. We were good. Yeah. All right. Big one today. Yeah. We, we are introducing. Should we do draft style, like a draft style? You I'll can like, do the draft I'll be like, style. I'll be You're like, better at that than I I'll am. I'll be like Gary Batman. Yeah. Well, oh, no, I'll well, boo. I'll, I'll boo in the background. <laughs> <We> ha- <laughs> I'll back up my chair and I'll boo in the background. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways. All right. Go for it, Colin. Okay, I'm going to do the Gary Bettman impression, too. Number one's a big deal. Welcome, oh, okay. welcome to the NHL. Number one's a big deal. Boo. Boo. <laughs> kind of and like yeah, how the NFL what? did that with what? Roger Goodell. Yeah, but how you, they let people oh, boo Oh, go on Twitter. Hashtag cool. boo Ward. <laughs> 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 you know what, though? Uh, I, uh, I'm not even going to say it. But get to it. We're in. Yeah. So, the Owen 60 podcast. Boo. You know what he's probably boo. thinking? You know what every boo. commissioner is thinking right now and people, <laughs> those punks boo you? You know what they're thinking? That's so what I'm thinking. Shut up, you peasant. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but man, I was at the draft when it was in Buffalo. It was so much fun to boo Gary Bettman. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Oh, I'd have a poster. It was boo. so much fun to boo all the Leaf fans around me, too. Good that times. That would be fun. When the Leafs picks up, boo. Yep. Buffalo, too, for those guys that bug me in Niagara. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Boo. All right. Let's go. All right. So the L sixty podcast is proud Boo. to announce we have a new we have a Boo. new writer. <laughs> we have a new writer for the show. We're gonna have a change it up here, be a little dynamic. He'll be posting uh his write ups for us on our Twitter until we get our website uploaded. But we will have a writer for us and we are proud to select Joel Vanderland. Yay! From, from Niagara Falls, <laughs> from Grimsby, Ontario. Welcome, Joel. Number Thank one's a big guys. deal. 
I'm proud uh, to uh, <laughs> join the team. Uh, great honor. Uh, couldn't be more thrilled with uh, the franchise that has selected me with uh, with this great uh, pick. First pick. Hey. Number one's a big deal. David of writing, right? <laughs> hey, Ooh. I love that. I love that. All right. Oh, yeah, you got some good articles. So walk us through this. Where did you start your uh, writing career? I know you were in well, Belleville. Yeah, I started off doing my own thing, uh, just uh, my own blog for the Belleville Senators. Uh, my dad's originally from there, and I thought it would be a, a good opportunity to go there in their first season, in their inaugural season, and get my foot in the door there. And uh, I made some great contacts, and uh, there's no better league than the, the AHL to get started, in my opinion. Yeah. And then you made the transition to the O. Uh, what made uh, what made you switch from Belleville to Niagara? Uh, to be honest, uh, uh, I wasn't too uh, too into that drive anymore. Driving from Grimsby to Belleville, that Ooh. Was yeah, okay. Hours, yeah. Uh, how often? Way, was, how often did gone. you drive that? Uh, I tried to do it once a week. Um, wow, that's committed. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, Belleville. I won't say a bad word about them. They, they were more than accommodating. They uh, they let me do uh, phone interviews, and and uh, I'm really grateful for my time there. But uh, just being in the arena in Niagara and being able to go to all the home games was an opportunity I, uh, I couldn't pass up, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 20-minute drive, too. That's pretty nice as well. Yeah, it's uh, especially in the winter, right? Um, yeah. It's hard home. enough. It's hard enough uh, 20 minutes away. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. As uh, as we mentioned, uh, website is in the works. I don't know. We're still talking when that's gonna um, officially well, launch. Like, I guess. Yeah. Whether it'll be in July or September when the hopefully yeah. the new season starts. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it'll just be a PDF for now. Probably. Yeah. Uploads. Yeah. Just fine. Up on Twitter. Give it, make the show a little bit more dynamic. Mm-hmm. If you can't listen all the time, you can read all the time. We'll hit you in two different angles now. Very true. I mean, I'm pretty excited that about that now. Yeah, yeah it's gonna More be dynamic. Good. Yeah, build the brand. Build it. Grow Represent it. the brand. Grow it. By yeah. the way, I would just like to say, Uh-oh. Colin Ward walked in. So he got out of his car <laughs> oh, today God. to walk into the studio. My car's. I could have sworn his clubs were in the back of the car. I'm ready to golf. Should he's I, got uh, the shorts on. He's got the golf shirt going. The I'm ready. Belt, the, I'm ready. It's ready to go. Oh, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I. I'm missing this no golf thing. I but used to hey. try to golf on my birthday, which was a week ago Saturday. So on the yeah. 25th, so that didn't happen. So we're I mean, late. golf courses can start, or uh, the teams at golf courses can start getting yeah, them ready. Mem- so yeah, then it'll be like members only, probably. Yeah, pro- uh, yeah. The one sixty podcast have the budget to get memberships. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sponsorshiphotels.com. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wink, wink. Yeah, that'd be nice. BioSteel. Yeah. It's got the bottle, but just Fish. water in it. Yeah, just water. Yeah. It's not a BioSteel day. Wow. It's just a water day. Yeah. Long oh, day. Well. Long day. Today. All right. Anyways, uh, to what we've got for you on uh, on this week's show, uh, we're going to look at the coaching vacancy up in Kingston, possible replacements uh, uh, for that young and very talented roster. Uh, we're also going to touch a little bit on the uh, Sarnia Sting announcing their new general manager. And, uh, well, we've got our round two of our all-name bracket beginning this week. Uh, and two players got Inside. buys. 
Yeah. So you're on to the next round. Yeah. Uh, so we'll touch on that, of course, at the end of the show, like always. But first to Kingston, where uh, they made a coaching change earlier this week. Curtis Foster is no longer at the helm of the Kingston Frontenacs. And Joel, uh, if you have any early candidates or just maybe we'll get your thoughts on uh, the coaching change first, uh, what you thought about it when it first came down. Yeah, I think uh, development's a key, but at the end of the day, you got to get the wins, and they weren't weren't coming in Kingston, so they they decided to move on. Um, I think that's a highly sought after job, right? You got the the big three with Wisdom, Chromiak, and Wright. Um, I know uh, me and Colin were talking about it, and he mentioned a veteran coach, but they got Luca Caputi there as an assistant, who's a younger guy, but has uh, experience being an assistant in in Guelph and Kingston, and I, in my opinion, I think he could be a front-runner for that job. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of Marty Williamson from Barrie. Yeah, that was, that was a possible option. Uh, yeah, he's had two, or he's won two Eastern Conference titles, both with the Ice Dogs in 12 and uh, and 16, and, of course, David Bell replaced him the year um, after that in 16-17, I think it was, but... Um, I'm looking at uh, Niagara's assistant coach right now uh, that could be a possible replacement. He has head coaching experience in this league with the Peterborough Peets. Uh, Jody Hull, I think, would be a very good option that Kingston might be looking at and whether yeah, he's a you can do inter- co- like interviews for the job right now. I guess you could over Skype or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, but um, that's just who I think... Uh, could possibly do it. Joel, what have you seen from Jody? I'm just going to ask you this because you were in Niagara this past season. What did you see from him that could make him a candidate uh, for Kingston's job? Yeah, like you mentioned, a veteran guy, uh, NHL experience as a player, and and a lot of experience as a coach, as an assistant and a head coach in in the OHL. Obviously, Darren Keeley knows him very well from their days in Peterborough together. Uh, I, I think that's a good a good fit. Yeah, a veteran guy. Around. Yeah, a guy has been around, run practices, has seen everything, so to speak, in, in the league. And um, like I said, Darren Keeley, uh, Kingston's GM, was with him in Peterborough, and I think that could be a, a mutual uh, interest from both guys there. Yeah, you think there's a possibility uh, Dougie Gilmore comes back? <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing that, but... Uh, Me neither. Uh, I, think, uh, I think they've kind of moved on from that. Yeah, for sure. He was the head coach, though, of the France at one point in time from 08 yeah. to 2011. You had another good one. Yeah, Bruce Cassidy was one year behind the Kingston bench uh, in 06, 07. So, yeah. I mean, not a chance he leaves the Boston <laughs> Bruins for Kingston Frontenacs. Yeah, there's not one team in the CHL that an NHL coach would leave and come back for like with teams I mean, on there, a, were, there was one. If a team's on a run like that. Yeah, yeah. If a team's on a run. Yeah. Well, there was one maybe, that did uh, that. Yeah, I know. Is <laughs> uh, maybe an option? Never know. Yeah. Head so, coach experience. Yep. Went on runs in, he was around McDavid. He has that experience of handling at a junior superstar. Yeah, and, yeah, and Kingston, in Kingston yeah. so much like that eerie team was so that's a good one you even mentioned rocky thompson yeah but, like, but we don't yeah, see like that how you happening. said he's the next coach of the flyers yeah or next assistant coach i guess yeah. whenever or 
if or when Vigneault gets fired. I don't know whether that happens. That Probably not for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just trying to rule out any CHL options that guys have had uh, um, uh, ties to or experience. Uh, I had mentioned Bob Bugner, but again, he'd probably only head back to Windsor to coach the Spitz. Of course, he won two uh, Mem Cups with them in 09 and 2010, but it's pretty easy to do that with the roster they had. But uh, obviously, he was a former owner of the team too, so I think his ties would be with Windsor if he ever decided yeah, to come back. Sure. Yeah, I know you mentioned uh, Dave Bell. He's in, yep. uh, he's in Bell as an assistant if he wants to get uh, behind his own bench mm-hmm. uh, make make the jog. There, there's another guy. I think it's really what flavor you want. There's there's a lot of guys available, and um, I mean. I think it's just kind of what they think will will carry on uh, what their what their mission is, and um, there's a lot of guys out there. Yeah, David Bell was interesting when he came to coach the Ice Dogs in seventeen eighteen. That was that's kind of where Kingston was. I don't want to say this past year, maybe a year ago, like a year ago in the uh, um, in the eighteen nineteen season. Probably that's where Niagara was uh, when Dave Bell came along, and he was phenomenal. He was changed probably one of the biggest reasons that that team got into the playoffs. Yeah, he changed uh, that the identity. seed that year. Changed the identity there. Yeah, yeah. He uh, came over with his experience from uh, from the Own Sound attack, and uh, just he made a huge difference in that Ice Dogs locker room. You know, veteran guy, uh, you know, he'd been around a long time. Obviously, he made the decision to uh, be an assistant coach with the Ontario Reign of the uh, of the AHL just a season later. So he only spent one year behind the bench of the Ice Dogs. But um, he was a huge part of where that team ended up in. I know that's not where they wanted to finish last season, but uh, um, towards that championship run that they were on a year ago, David Bell had a huge impact on that. And I think that... A team like Kingston, where they are kind of in the same boat Niagara was. They're pushing along. They've got the young guys ready to go. You know, they had Niagara had Ben Jones, Akil Thomas, uh, Castleman yeah, in his first year. Yeah, they had a leadership group. Mantha was there. Uh, Aaron Hayden, uh, both on the back end. Johnny Corneal as well is a huge impact in the locker room. So I think David Bell would actually be a decent option. Obviously, unless he does, well, like, he has to leave Ontario. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. cool job. Work out on the West Coast. The yeah, for sure. L.A. Kings franchise, right? So um, they've had a lot of coaching uncertainty. So he could be in the NHL yeah, he, in the next couple of years. Yeah, you don't know. probably for a guy like that, he probably wants to move forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, I don't know. That's a good question to debate, though. Is coming back from a pro team to the OHL, is that moving backwards? It depends. I don't think if it you're, is. If you are an assistant coach in the AHL, and like how Joel mentioned about, then you come back and get your own bench, yeah. that's, that's an upgrade to me, coming from the AHL as an assistant. But then mm-hmm. you see a lot of AHL assistants that get the promotion anyways to the AHL head coach. Yeah. It's all their system, right? If they're the forwards coach they run the power play mm-hmm. they have a good power play the league notices that bang next thing you know they're a head coach in the hl they have a good team then he's up in the nhl as an assistant coach yeah yeah i was talking to troy man in, in belleville their head coach and, and he was an assistant in hershey and he got passed up for the job and uh he thought that that he was a runner for that job and, and uh in hindsight he probably should have got that job because he, a year <laughs> later they fired their head coach and, and gave it back to and him. And when you look at those Belleville guys uh, getting promoted right now, those yeah, young guys. 
And he said he went back to the East Coast League after he got passed hmm. up for that job. And he said a lot of people said to him that it could have been uh, career suicide. But his, and, and, and like you said, Colin, he thought along the lines of you that having your own bench and succeeding as a, as a head coach has a little bit gets more attention. to it. Yeah, it gets yeah. attention. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you look at some guys, like the, the high-end OHL coaches are getting promoted in, into either NHL uh, assistant roles like a DJ Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are even... Who's like, done great with Ottawa. I think yeah. Ottawa had a good year for the young for team. For Ottawa. Yeah, for the young team. Ottawa's yeah. like, and plus this year's draft, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, you look at it, you run your own bench, you win, hey, you, you get that clout. It doesn't matter what level you're at. I, I mean... Yeah, you build up that resume. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's where uh, I don't want to say that this will happen, but uh, with uh, Andre Tournier, the uh, amount of success he's had with the 67s. Nice uh, glove save, too, in the World Junior. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the better. E-bug. Was, that, was that better than little the... little old, but... Was that better than the TSN camera? Ooh. Twitter pull? More skilled. I think so. I think that is, to be honest. I, I was going to say, like, the TSN camera was more of a deflection. Like, yeah. that camera should be in front of the net like Thomas Holmstrom, just deflecting oh, yeah. every puck. Yeah. Or you on that shelf. Hey, <laughs> hey. I had to bring it up. I was going to bring Champions. it up, but I'm like, you know Champions. what? I don't want to brag about myself. So. Well, we get pucks Shout to the net. Shout out to you, Joel. We get Atta pucks boy. to the net. We do. Get pucks deep, get pucks to the net. Uh, I scored an OT winner off my rear end, so <laughs> yeah, that was Holmstrom sweet. did that a few times. I mean, like. You got to do what you got to do. A goal's a goal, right? Got the same number, too. I, yeah. I shot it there, man. That's true. You did. <laughs> Great you vision. did shoot that. Great vision. Yep. Great vision, that yep. is. Yeah, what were you? Face-off dot slot? I can't remember. Somewhere yeah, around I kind there. of walked in off the off the half wall there and just ripped it. And, yeah. Hey, worked out. Exactly. Hit their guy first, hit me, and then boom. In Oops. triple overtime, I might add. The way she goes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, you- I mean, this coaching debate's interesting because it's also, is. do you think there's a timetable that the Frontenacs want to get this done? Like, do you feel like they have to get it done within the next month? I feel like around the at import least before draft, July. I feel like around the import draft, they'll want to have it done because then you gotta be able to like recruit your imports right to come. And I feel like mm-hmm. coach is a big deal about that, so I feel like they'll want it done before the import draft. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. I'd agree on that. I mean, uh, I, I don't think it's as pressing as maybe Sarnia with their general manager, right, when mm. you're trying to get. Uh, uh, young guys to commit, but uh, I mean, you do want to know your coaches if you're if you're uh, making that move from Europe. Yeah, for sure. Also, for the Frontenacs, this is their ninth coach in the past 15 seasons. Wow, it's quite a few. That's more than expected, but I guess when it's a development league, you're going to go through coaches, right? Yeah, it's a development league for coaches too, right? Yep. Referees, some get sent back, some should never. <laughs> Have made it oh there, but I'm not gonna go into details. I think everyone knows who we're talking, know, kind of talking about. Yeah, I think it's number. I think it's ref number forty six. Because once I see that number, I don't. No, it's mm. not. It's not. No, it's 46. not forty six. <laughs> is, is it just six? Or maybe it's just four. I thought it had a number like maybe that. Maybe it's yeah. sixty four. That's Macaulay forty or uh, four. 
No, that's Wes McCullough. Yeah, but he's in the NHL. Yeah, and he's a beauty. <laughs> Yo, did you see him doing that hockey uh, trivia on uh, on Twitter with PK Subban and his family? Oh yeah, that's, that's so funny. They all have Macaulay ref shirts on. Yeah, they had that's the world. Sick. They had the World Cup. Uh, the one kid had the World Cup uh, yeah. ref shirt on. That's cool. Yeah. Positives and negatives, Joel, with the coaching change for the team. Where are some positives? I know I had a couple with like it. Like they have a young team, so you're gonna have like any player that moves on from Kingston is probably going to go through a coaching change in their career. So, do you have any other positives you could add to that? I think a fresh voice is always uh, yeah. is always a positive. Um, I think uh, they can build together with this coach, as we've mentioned, they're a young team with a lot of young stars, and uh, this is kind of they're going to hand pick a guy for that group, and that group's mission will be in two years to be in a Memorial Cup, and I think that's the voice, that's the the reasoning of everything they're doing right now, and I think that's definitely a positive. Yeah, for sure. Do you see the new head coach bringing in his uh, bringing in his own assistants? Um, I think it depends who they bring in. Um, I don't know if they're going with. See, the thing is, if they call up Caputi to be their head coach, then obviously he's gonna mm-hmm. need uh, some more assistance. Um, I, it's hard to say. Um, I don't know if they if they still want to groom Caputi as an assistant. Um, you know who his coaches would be? Who? Biz Nasty and Ryan oh Whitney. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spitting chiclet guys when he was Instead on the show. Instead of filling the bottles with Gatorade, fill it with Pink, Pink Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> Can you imagine the boys be buzzing there? <laughs> Literally. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if that's a really a thing in the O. Like, do coaches in the O really bring in their own? Or is this a GM's decision fully? I think, I think mostly GM. Because the NHL, they have an influence. They yeah. definitely do. Oh, for sure. I think because all the details and more contract money and stuff. But I think for sure, it, it's all GM. I think it's GM. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of say, but I think most of it's GM. Yeah, I mean, I think George Burnett brought brought some assistance over to Guelph when he went there, but obviously he's also uh, the GM there. So Yeah, yeah, he's got both roles. And, and I think uh, he's got the clout, right? I think if you have the clout, then you can kind of make demands. If you're more an up-and-coming coach that's kind of gaining his first job, uh, I think you really got to sell the GM why you want to bring those guys in. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. That job's got to be appealing, though, when you see Shane Wright, Chromiak, and Wiz, Zade Wisdom on your top line. Yep. That's solid. Then you have a good draft this year. You get Ludwitsky in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's solid. Yeah, the Curie. F- got to shout out Collins. That's yeah, a solid you do. top six. Yeah. Solid um, top six. Joel, me and, uh, me and Colin, or Colin and I will be politically correct, I guess. Um, we're saying that, uh, f- obviously, the front knacks with the season being canceled and they were still expecting to play the playoffs even though they're not uh the Frontenacs finished in the eighth spot uh me and Colin have them moving up at least two to four spots possibly being around the four five six yeah, mark I see them finishing from six to four yeah for, finishing higher than four is tough because it's such it's gonna be a tough division next year a tough conference next year yeah you're still gonna have Ottawa at the top Peterborough Sudbury, possibly. Hamilton yeah Hamilton Oshawa, if they want to get the Memco. Yeah, Oshawa, yeah. So that's tough. They might finish sixth then. I forgot how much firepower is still going to be in the East, East next year. East is going to be solid. Yeah. It might be the first time where the East is legitimately better than the stronger West. Stronger than the West, yeah. Or stronger, yeah. That's a better word. Joel, where do you see them uh, 
obviously this is um, uh, depending on their coach that they hire and all the systems they put in place. But uh, where do you see Kingston uh, fitting in the Eastern Conference next season? Yeah, I think I see them around where you guys had them, maybe five, six. Uh, the teams you mentioned aren't going anywhere. Uh, a team also to mention is Mississauga. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had a really solid draft. I think they're underrated. Yeah, I think James Richmond's a really good coach, also and general manager, and he'll have them. Uh, I think the thing about Mississauga is they're always kind of around that four or five seed and uh, just real steady. Yeah. Plus, if Niagara gets Tynan back fully healthy. Tucker Tynan was one of their bright spots mm-hmm. last year before the unfortunate injury, but it's also going to be interesting to see Niagara with Femis coming in in like Butler's full, first year. First full year, Peters. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, like, the East is tough. Yep. Yeah, and then you, North Bay as well with the probably the best draft. Yeah, man, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah, Please next start year. in September. <laughs> Please. Uh, Training uh, camp will be fun. But, yeah. What's that, Joel? I was just gonna say, like Sudbury, don't don't mm. sleep on them. Yeah, the top ten. Yeah, well, because we both have Byfield back, right? I think I think that's a I think pretty safe. I think he'll be back. Bet. I don't think I don't think he'll go top three. I think Stutzel's too powerful not to go to, and I yeah. think he's too dynamic to like. I think he can step into the league next year, Stutzel, because he's already played with men. And I mean, Byfield being five months younger than Stutzel, that's kind of tough, right? Too. Mm-hmm. But I see Lafreniere, obviously, Stutzel. Then, honestly, I see Drysdale going three. He's a great defenseman. Like, you hear the scouts marvel about his shot, and, like, he's so responsible in his own end. And all every year you see that defenseman sneak up. Mm-hmm. I think he, he'll go in the top three this year at the three spot. Yeah, yeah, I think making the World Juniors was huge for him too, right? Yeah, and he didn't play bad at all when nope. McIsaac went down there, and he stepped up into that sixth role. I mean, he played good, and the puck stayed out of their net, and he kept the puck out of their end. He got pucks out. You talk about the London factor, right? Like, these guys getting pushed up up the boards because they're playing for the Hunters. Well, the, the Hunters said Jeremy's Drysdale is going to play for us at the World Juniors. So. Yeah, and he'll play uh, a that, that, big minutes. That's a huge vote of confidence for him. Yeah, yeah well, for sure. I go back to that one play he made. Uh, was it against Finland? I think it was in the semifinals. They played. I think they played Finland in the semis. I can't quite remember. That was too long. Ago. I should remember, but uh, anyways, um, he got the puck at the blue line. It's just like trickled out to him or whatever, and he had the option to shoot. You know, there was plenty of traffic in front uh, in front of the net, and he made the decision to just skate with it to the right of him. Yeah, because he was at the left point. Oh, so he decided, was he up top? Yeah, he was up top, yeah, and he, he just to... decided to skate directly to that uh, to that right face-off dot, and then he just wired it past the goal, and it's like some defensemen that are Maturity. ready to go in like the f- third, fourth, or fifth round probably just going to put that puck on net, looking for a deflection, a rebound, uh, you know, try and get someone to pick up that loose change or get a dirty goal, I guess you could say, whereas... Uh, Jamie Drysdale. Yeah, Finland made it a pretty nice goal. Yeah, yeah. So it was the semifinals. semifinals yeah, Finland. I think that was the two nothing goal, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure. So um, I'll look for it. I'll post it on our Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that just shows Story. you what kind of defenseman he is. And well, and we were on the topic at Kingston, but um, whatever. It's no big deal. Get to the draft. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think that's when you take a look at the young core for the Frontenacs, and you just. Build off that. Want it to happen, right? Yeah, so. but that team's going to be so solid. I feel like 
Here's a good question for you, Joel. And this could be our Twitter poll. Do they win more than 35 games next year? Mm. Joel, you can go first. I'm taking the under. <laughs> Ooh. I, I'm i going under, too. I don't think really? they'll get to 35. Yeah. Wow. I, I think they get to 25 to 30. So that five, that tier below the 35 win mark. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I think they'll be around there. I think they'll get 30. But I don't know if it'll be 35. It, it'll be close. Their division is just too strong. Yeah. yeah. Ottawa, Oshawa. Hamilton. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, are you going to really... I think you split a lot of those series. And yeah. I think you get around 30. Um, 35 is just a little... A little too much for me right now. A little too strong. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you give can it a, give it a couple years. Yeah, yeah. I think you can put Ottawa Oshawa up for that divisional title fight around the last yeah. two months of the season. I think it'll be them fighting for it. But Kingston and Hamilton will be, I think, neck and neck. I honestly in the standings. I think Hamilton could win that division. Really? Yeah. I honestly do. I want Hamilton out some M Cup. They get Calia back. <laughs> They get Misak back. If they get Unique somehow back. Yeah, yeah that, Reed that, Duffy touched on that, saying that, that would, it might be tough. But That would be the best top line in the whole CHL if they get Unique back. I, I think Those three? I think if because Unique's on Hamilton. Unique was MVP before he got hurt. Yeah. He was our MVP. Um, he only comes back to Hamilton. If he's on any other team, there's no way. Yeah. Just because of Misak. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Him and Kaliev. Yeah, that top line would be insane. Yeah. Then you get Bertuzzi back for the second. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Hamilton, Hamilton's going to fight for that division. They get the goalies back. Yeah, yeah, I really like also Donovan. Also, Donovan's going to be intriguing to watch there his first year. Because yeah. like Reed said, he's going to fall right into that top four right away. Mm-hmm. So they're going to throw him right into the fire. And I mean, yeah, he has a hockey background. Loon, Bertuzzi, and Donovan on a line. Defenseman though. That'd be their Donovan. Oh, true. Yeah, Steos Donovan. Yeah, Steos Donovan. Jeez, that was a blonde moment. Holy it's all good. crap! We all have those. That was. I awful. have a lot. I have a lot of those. That's embarrassing. It's all oh, good. Hamilton's coach Steos for sure. Or that's the other question too. Their coach. I think. Yeah. I think they'll go Steos still. I don't. GM coach. I think Steos will go out and get someone. Really, but then we have the other thing. Do they go for a young coach? Yeah, young or old? What do you do if you're Hamilton then? So they went younger. Just right? the just the way Reed was talking when we had him on the draft show, it sounded like he has the Bulldogs contend, like pushing for a championship, but not next year, have. the year after. Yeah, but they should have. They should push it for this year. I think they yeah. have a shot at it, but yeah, but I feel like they won't make a lot of moves to get better unless they have to. Mm-hmm. Like you won't see them being actively shop, like looking for guys to like build for this season. Yeah. Then. But they should, though. They should add one more guy. Their import draft, they add a guy, they're sad. Get another import. They're legit. Had pretty good success with those. Yeah, they have. They're probably the most successful team right now. I mean, Kingston looks pretty good with Chromiak. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put Niagara up there, but you really like Shant and Joel, so you watched them a lot more than we did. Um, So um, I guess... We'll see how that works out. The import draft, of course, still approaching. It's always computerized over the phone or whatever, so COVID-19 has nothing to do with that. No. Nope. Thankfully. Beat them. We'll beat it. Hopefully. 
Yeah, for sure. Got to give our traffic report. Yeah, five and a half. Five and a half? 5.5. It was good, but wasn't bad, so 5.5. Go six. Ooh, solid. Yeah. I think I went 5.5 back-to-back weeks. It was close mm. enough to the same. There was points where yeah, it was tough. Pretty close. <laughs> like there was a little bit of a... Yeah, there were more cars on the road last drivers. weekend for sure Which that is good. I found. She's good. Yeah. Hopefully people just stay indoors. They should so be I can go golfing. That's right. I'm already dressed. Yep, Colin's ready to go. I'm ready to go. Just say the word. Yep. All right. Well, we'll take a break here. We're about... Well, we're over halfway uh, into the show, so uh, we'll take a break. Uh Lots more coming up on this week's edition of the Owen 60 name podcast. Bra- name bracket? Yeah, our n- name bracket is one, coming though, up. One, though, that's uh, tough. That's tough, just one. I wish we could do two, but we can't. Yeah, we got to stretch this out, yo. It's only yeah. May. I'm getting excited for the I just championship say yo. Yeah. Wow. It's all good, man. I'm going street. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, We're in the middle of a quarantine with uh, no OHL playoffs. This is what happens to us. Yep. We're making up content. We're talking PlayStation hockey right now. I mean, maybe we'll touch on that next too. Oh yeah, we got Sarnia's new GM. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, all name bracket, and sure, we'll get into some Chell. Why not? Oh, yeah. I'm currently developing in the OHL in uh, in uh, <laughs> what is it? Be a pro. Are you? That will be the show's better road to the show. I like that. Yeah, it is. Where it's just be a pro in NHL. I wish That's they pretty could. Boring. I wish they could do warm ups. Like, you know how before in, like, 2K? <laughs> you said that last night. <laughs> yeah, before, you know how before, like, you can do 2K? Yeah. Like, uh, you could, like, drive the Zamboni? I wish they gave you, like... That was fun. I wish they could give you, Wait. like, a quick sim warm-up. That'd be cool. Like, could you imagine, like, you're playing ESHL like we do? Was that not and, like, NHL shot that they did the Zamboni? I, no, it was a uh, 2K. Oh. Uh, it was Ovechkin on the cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was Ovechkin. That was the last year they made it for Wii. Yeah. It was the last year. I think it was the last year it was released at the Zamboni. Yeah. But it would be cool. Like, can you imagine ESHL and you have a quick sim warm-up waiting for everyone to get in the room? That'd like, be cool. Everyone to load up and you get a warm-up. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd just skate the red line. <laughs> skate center. Not a boy. <laughs> All right. Time for a break with Joel Vanderland and Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney. Well, at least me and Colin will fill our water, bo- water bottles. I don't know if Joel will. He might. I don't even we'll see. Him. We'll come back right here on the Own 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney and thanks to Joel Vanderland for joining us. Uh, he is currently working, so yeah. um, he had to get back to work, obviously. Took so a break for us. That's a, yeah, that's a beauty. Yeah. Um, so thanks to him for uh, for joining us and chatting uh, all things head coaches. Yeah, exciting times, dude, to add a writer. Yeah. It's exciting to have, a like I always said, a different dynamic to the show. It'll yep. We'll have an extra topic to talk about as well. Like We'll have him on probably once a month, talk yeah. about his yeah. writings, like what he's writing about for yeah. us, like the player, the family, yep. the genes for some guys, the like genes. grandfather. Yeah. yeah. He'll have some interesting writings, though. He's a really good writer. He does uh, Ice Dogs pre-game, post-game, did the draft. Yep. Like, uh, he does player spotlights, I guess, if you want to yeah, call player them spotlights. that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's really good in-depth, so it's going to allow a lot of in-depth knowledge around the league, like what's going on. Yep. 
So plus be he asks that. smart questions. Yeah, at he doesn't ask media uh, weird questions. Yeah, he's a smart dude. So smart dude. Smart guy. <laughs> smart guy. No blonde moments. No blonde He does moments. not have blonde moments. No, I haven't us. saw one yet. He's a sharp dude. Yeah. That's the test this year. See if you can get a blonde moment. <laughs> What's the test though? Ooh. Hmm. It's like a dictionary for every player. You just ask him. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Big belly little guy. All right. Um to the news coming from Sarnia, they've news hired news. a new general manager, uh, Dylan Seca, uh, who was obviously he's with the team, director of player personnel. But yeah, for the past six um, seasons, he was this there. is a it's kind of a promotion. It kind of isn't. Yeah, for sure. Director of player personnel has a lot of duties that the general manager does, like kind of crossover. So yeah, he was in Ottawa before with the 67s as a director of player development. So mm-hmm. close to the same role. Yep. So he played for the Rangers, so he's been around the league for a while. I mean, he's got a good plan, it looks like, and he's good with the kids, like negotiation. They must have had this done, I mean, before the draft to get guys like Nemestikov to commit. Mm-hmm. So it must have been a plan in plan for a while. I like it. He seems on board. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just read you the quote here that uh, that uh, he said about his new role. Uh, the Sarnia Sting uh, posted uh, this past week. Uh I'm extremely excited to be named the next general manager of the Sarnia Sting. This is a respected organization throughout the Ontario Hockey League, and I am honored to help lead this team. Having been part of the hockey operations staff for the last five years, I feel we have a team that is ready to make some serious progress in the near future. I want to thank David Legwand and Darian Hatcher for this opportunity as we helped as we help guide our program to a J. Ross Robertson Cup and a Memorial Cup championship. He'd like to thank former GM Nick Sinclair for his friendship and providing the learning opportunities under his guidance. Lastly, working in the hockey industry requires support from family, and I want to thank my wife, Christy, and my two daughters, Sadie and Callie. Apologies if I pronounced that uh, incorrectly. uh, For allowing me to follow my dreams. In closing, I would like to pass on my best wishes to all Sting fans in the Sarnia-Lampton area, hoping you and your families are staying well through these unprecedented times, and I am excited to get things started. Yeah, I don't know about you, but the line that really caught my ears or yeah, ears <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, when he said, "I could say like, eyes because read yeah. it right." So when he says, "I feel like I feel we have a team that is ready to make some serious progress in the near future," that is a key point to me because. The Sting, to me, were the most disappointing team in the league this year. They have Perot coming in as drafter. They have Reese coming back. They have Hatcher. I mean, the list continues. McGregor, Jostling. They have a solid team. Two good goalies, Lagavin and Goudreau. And to finish where they did is very disappointing. And I know a lot of Sting fan, fans at the deadline were disappointed. They didn't sell. They didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So... I like that by saying they have serious progress in the near future because that means he's going to come in and really give the Sting fan base and the Sting organization what they've lacked for a little bit, not really going all in or all out. Like they don't sell it like how they could have and got the picks like how the Ice Dogs did or go all in. Because this last summer, if they go all in, they finish in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. In a tough Western Conference, they'd still make it if they went all in. If they had two more players to that team last year, they were in the playoffs. Key, top six players. Yeah, they'd top probably be players. around six. Yeah, six or seven, You're still probably. in. You're still in. 
Yeah. I mean, to get in the playoffs, I mean, the Sting, that's tough because I guarantee every Sting fan at the beginning of the year thought they were going to make the playoffs. Every team does, but well, yeah. I thought for sure they would. I thought they were a sixth seed in the West. I didn't think they'd compete in the top five with the Kitcheners, the Flints, the Saginaws, the mm-hmm. Windsors, the Londons. I didn't think they were there, but they were in that tier below that was tight with the Owen Sound. I mm-hmm. thought them and Owen Sound could battle it out there, 6-7 yep. seed. Yeah, Guelph around there too. Yeah, and it, it's just disappointing for me, this thing. That's why I like to hear that, some serious progress in the near future. Yeah. Because that means he's going to come in here. He's going to get guys like Domestica off to commit. That's already done. Yep. Now we'll have a big import draft, and the Sting are going to make the playoffs next year. Because when you hear that, I mean, he's going to come in and uh, shake it up here. They're a young, solid team coming up. They took the goalie with the first-round pick. Yeah. In the U18 draft. The U18s, yeah. Which I was kind of shaking my head a little bit because I like their goalies uh, right now. Ben Gudrow's teammate from back in the day. Yeah. So that's solid. Nice little bit of connection for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Sarnia Sting definitely uh, definitely going to be in the mix the next few years. And, yeah, for sure. Um, I hope they get it turned around here quickly because it's yeah. such a good organization. Like I said, when I went to that game there this year for a featured game, that arena was unreal. Mm-hmm. They got such a good fan base. I like uh, the free parking. That was nice. Yeah. But, like, you go there, they had 5,000 at the game. It was a London game, but still, yeah, five still. Thousand, good atmosphere. You got the alumni wall. You got Stamkos coming from there. You got so mm-hmm. many guys that have came from there that are key NHL players. I mean, I hope the list continues now. Yeah, well, and that that was good to hear when you told me that because I was, I was kind of in the way. I was kind of going when you said you were going to the game. I was like, oh, like it won't be you know full because when I was there for the uh, Canada-Russia series, it wasn't even close to being full. It was maybe half to three quarters full, something like that. So I was kind of disappointed it's a great arena. when I saw that crowd. Yeah, I like that arena. It's actually really nice. Yeah, You get a bigger concourse, but it's the it same. Was second, same as Niagara. It was second on my list. I know third on my list behind London didn't count because that's my home arena. Niagara yeah. Niagara one, Kitchener two, Sarnia three. I think I had. Yeah. Next week I'll type. I in like there. Sarnia two. They're one entrance. You walk in, you see the logo on center ice. Yeah, that's sick. You walk in, you come up like the those stairs, and you yep. ca- walk right into the logo, and it's kind of up. Yep. Where it's good that there's no bad seat in that uh, arena either. No. Because you're up on the ice. Guelph's like that too. You're up on the ice. Mm-hmm. And you're on top of the action. So that's not gotta, a key idea. There's no bad seats there. Just got to watch for flying sticks and pucks. Yeah, like low they glass tell you before. Yeah, low glass and Guelph. Yeah. So um, that is what's going on with the Sarnia Sting. And there's actually one topic you wanted to talk about is whether they this was going to happen and they just announced it, obviously, this past week. But um, whether you thought this was done um, before the draft. Yeah, I think for sure. It has to have been because how do you get guys to commit like that? Us coaching staff too, but yep. your GM's the one that selects you. So, I mean, he must have had a say about that. Yep. So they would have tried to give them the draft if they knew they were going to make a GM change. Mm-hmm. So you knew something was up in the works. Unless you have the college eligibility, you should be coming to the O. So mm-hmm. it should be a domino effect now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's what's up with the Sting. Uh, big news from there. Uh, I also wanted to ask this because, well, in this show, we've talked about a head coaching vacancy. We've talked about a new GM. My question right now, what benefits a team more? Having one GM and one head coach or 
the same guy is the head coach and GM. I feel like the same guy is good to have because you know it's inside your room. Mm-hmm. You know about the GM, not to say the GM doesn't, but the coach is around the guys a lot more, and they know what's going on, and they can see where their weaknesses are right on the bench, right? They read the player's body language is a lot easier. Yep. So that's a case, but I feel like having a GM is better because you get the L- you get that uh, different communication. Get the guy from up above watching every move from a distance, but not a distance. So mm-hmm. I like having a GM and a coach. Well, yeah, and that's where you can go to the players as the same perspective. Uh, when we were talking to uh, Jonah Simone last week, uh, he said that, you know, I asked him about it, but uh, he said that sitting in the press box, you get to see a lot and you get to learn a lot more. So I feel like that's the exact same with the GM. You yeah, don't get to watch aspect. from the dis- or yeah. from the bench. Yeah, like a different can- aspect. It's like we had a writer, different dynamic. See the game. <laughs> and I know next year, I know next year, I know how you mentioned about the Donovan forward thing, but honestly, next year, you're going to see a lot of defensemen playing forward on that fourth line, that mm-hmm. last winger spot. Yep. You'll see a defenseman playing there like the seventh or eighth defenseman. He's not in the lineup. Because I know London started that with Bryce Montgomery, and he developed a lot. I know you didn't notice about the points a lot, mm-hmm. but next year when he's on the back end for the Knights, when he has a good year, that's what will be the talk. It'll be, yeah, he, had a, he got to play the game, a different dynamic, different aspect of the game playing up there. You get to see how the breakout works, you see how it develops, how the defensemen take the puck. You're out there with the other teams, like with your best pairing out there. So he was out there with Regulas, the Merkleys, the Phillips, mm-hmm. the Skinners. To see them bring the puck up. And now next year when he fills into those spots, he gets to do it too. So you'll see a lot of people, like a lot of defensemen, that, like their seventh, eighth defensemen, yep. during there to the lineup. You'll see them play more as a forward on that last wing spot. Just to get a different aspect of the game. So I like that idea. Yeah, so do I. Just it gives more opportunities. It's like yeah, in baseball. Sure. If you more positions you play, the more opportunities you have. Yeah, right? for sure. Obviously, I, there's less positions in hockey. And but. I like that for them to learn the aspect of the game as well, to see how the breakout mm-hmm. works. You're out there when your best defensemen are out there for the double shift. Yeah. So you get to see how they do it. Yep. And you're out there with them. Yep. Also, another GM and head coach, Mike McKenzie in Kitchener. Yeah. Forgot about him. So that, it'll be interesting to see if they fill stay. their void. That should stay. My opinion, that should stay. They had such a good second half. They should run with it next year. That's yeah. in my opinion. Right. I'll lose Ingham, unfortunately, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I feel like he's succeeded enough, obviously without a championship, but I feel like he's succeeded enough at the this OHL level. This year would have been good, though. This year would have been interesting because he for sure could possibly win you one to two rounds. Mm-hmm. So they could have made a push for that conference final. I mean, that yeah. top four or top five in that West, so it would have been a battle either way. Yeah. It's unfortunate talking about it because it's not happening. So that's too bad. Yeah, I mean, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. A lot of things to happen. Um, so, yeah, take another quick break. Uh, we've got the all-name bracket also, round uh, two starting. Also, a quick point before we uh Yeah, break. sure, go for it. The NHL's uh, agreement with the CHL uh, no yes. one-year draft. Yeah, I forgot, we, I forgot yeah. about that. No one-year draft. Get to that after the break? Yeah, we'll get to that afterwards. I forgot you mentioned that beforehand. I I don't know why I didn't. It's all good. Bring it up, but oh well. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get, get to, to that, that. name bracket. Name bracket. There's a Twitter poll from last week. We'll also talk about, and then we'll wrap it up. Yes, sir. All right, you're listening to the Owen Sixty Podcast. We're gonna take a break. Come right back. 
This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney. You just heard it. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 podcast and quickly touch on a couple things. First, the NHL CHL uh, player agreement uh, has been extended for one more year. If you are 18 or 19 years old and have been drafted, you cannot be sent to the AHL. You will have to come back to your junior club that has your rights and which is good for the Do league. Do a quick discussion. It's good yeah. for our. It's good for our league because you think about it. No Akil Thomas. No Kaliev next year. Mm-hmm. No Liam Foodie. Like that hurts those teams a lot. And I mean, you would you'd have more parity in the league because it would allow younger players to play, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's the positive about it. But it's tough when you can't see that superstar come back and have a big year. Like Akil Thomas goes and scores a winning goal then. Every game yep. Peterborough plays after that, they're sold out. Everyone wants to see Akil play. They got the ceremonies for him. Yeah, well, that, and, and it would hurt the World Junior program as well. Yep, with that. So I I like that. And I know it's tough for the kids because you don't want them coming in and having 120 points and stuff like yeah. how Mitch Marner comes yeah, back and but, lights it up. But you got to be exceptional to do that in this yeah. league. And so I believe there should be the nine games, obviously in the NHL. Yep. And then after that, if they're not good enough for the NHL. Give them the nine games in the AHL. They get the nine games in the AHL. If it's too tough, because the AHL is a tough game. It's not like yeah, it's yeah, still you're going the AHL. You should light it up. You're hockey, playing against right? men. Yeah. If you don't light it up in that league, like you don't have it in the club feels, then send them back to junior. Mm-hmm. So then you get 18 games of development. You get nine in the NHL, nine in the AHL. If that doesn't work, then you go back to junior. It's all time consuming. But yeah, but at least it helps teams get. Keep the OHL superstars in the league, and then it helps them get a chance to make the NHL or the AHL. Because they mm-hmm. make the AHL, then they'll get sent probably right back up. Yeah, yeah. If they're in the AHL, there's a chance, depending on where their pro team is, like or pro team NHL team is. They'll like say up. say they're in a basement, like Detroit or Ottawa or you know the bottom feeders of the NHL Montreal you like know Ottawa. whatever like um, Ottawa there's a better chance that they bring you up whereas yeah, in sure. the if you're in the CHL there's no chance that you're coming well, to the NHL barring an emergency yeah, like, like DPH Foodie. Foodie yeah that's another thing you look at Columbus so let's say Foodie gets the nine games with the Blue Jackets mm-hmm. then he goes to the AHL gets nine games makes the AHL he comes right up yep instead but I I like that. The only flaw for the uh, NHL, that's his one first year on the entry deal. That's the yeah. only thing. Then they gave him the nine games. Yeah. That's 18 games. That's quite a yeah, few. Yeah, it's still 18 pro games. That's like, a lot of games to play. So what? That pr- He probably wouldn't then come you back on, to you go the... You want an NHL contract, though, when you're done the nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like it'd still be your entry or, deal. Yeah, like the Zadina thing. Yeah. Yeah, Zadina, Rasmussen... Um, like those, yeah. So, so say Foodie did that, and this is just you know, this didn't happen, obviously. But say it was Foodie, he would return to London, what middle of November? Yeah, do you think around yeah. there? Yeah, middle of November, end of November, because then you got a couple it's weeks the last weekend in September that the NHL starts. Yeah, nine games, you give them that's two weeks, so you're into the middle of October, then. Yep. The AHL, you're looking at beginning of October, middle of November, and he returns to the OHL. Yeah. I mean, 
at least so it gives you a chance to make the NHL. And yeah. it keeps that parity in the league. And it keeps you, it allows the young players to play. Mm-hmm. And it allows your superstars the ability to play on a comp, get confidence by getting, by coming back. Because players gain confidence by getting points. That's yep. what hockey players do. Baseball yeah, players just, get it's confidence. It's not cockiness by or anything. It's just yeah. that it, that happens. Yeah. So I think that's perfect to have them go back to the NHL. You get, or the OHL, you get three mm-hmm. chances. Do you, th- do you think an exception to this could be if you were a first rounder? Say you were a first rounder, then they could send you to the AHL. Anywhere else, you have to go back to junior. Yeah, but then you don't give them the nine games. Or you could. Yeah. Uh, you could. I still say you go with you, the nine no, games. No, I mean, like, you could still send them back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can send them to the A. Say your first round, say you're Phil Tomasino, you're drafted the first round by the Predators. They can send you to the AHL. Yeah. But if you're playing like crap in the AHL, then he comes back to Niagara I at also, the time. I also thought, why not 14 games over nine? Because so many play, so many coaches, like just 14, but just NHL. AHL, that wouldn't matter. Then. Yeah. Because if you have the 14, it makes sure you play these guys more consistently. Because how often do you see a guy, they'll play eight games, and then they'll get to that nine, and then they'll sit out two games. Or they'll play six games, then yeah. they'll set out two games and play again. Every other yeah. game they're in. I don't like that too much because it doesn't allow you to gain confidence. It allows you to see the game and stuff, but until yeah, you're actually you on the ice and it's NHL that press fast, box, but yeah. it's better to be on the ice. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's, in my opinion, I like that, but I think 14 games would make you play them mm-hmm. a lot more to speed up the decision. Because 14 days anyways. Yeah. yeah, 14 games, that's a month. Yeah, gives you a month. Yeah. A month you're on planes. That'd be without hotels. going to the A, right? Without, yeah, without nine. Yeah, yeah it okay. wouldn't matter with the AHL. It gives you 14 games yep. for first round picks only. I think the only reason they can't do 14 is because that's time consuming. Yeah, that no, I'm not saying that's time consuming. I'm saying that's just too that's too big of a chunk in a team's but schedule. Comfortable too, yeah. Because if it's in 14 can't games, adjust. that player can have such a huge impact in just those 14 okay, games. So then he makes it. So then he make yeah. yeah then, then he, he can say he makes it. It allows it. The opportunity to make it. I like it just because he gets to make it. But then again, you get into that situation where the LA Kings are. They're not ready to compete to a championship. Yeah, and they got everybody. So, Akil Thomas, he plays 14 games and go back. Yes, go back. Say say he scored five goals and got two assists. Seven points in 14 games. Pretty good for a rookie. in Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. His nine games and then nine games, and look at Marcus Phillips. Yep. He goes back. I think the nine and nine, the original, what we had to start the segment, is the right thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that Phillips thing where you send him back in the middle of the year. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm I don't like that either because you're comfortable. Yeah. You already made the adjustment, and it's tough with your confidence level, too. You're playing against men, and then you're playing against guys from, like, 20 years old to, like, 24 years old. Yeah. And then you're playing against kids. Exactly. That's tough. You played against, he played against every age group And it's only for half a season because he was in OA. So yeah. it didn't, it, it, I don't know. So I didn't agree with that. He literally played against every single age group you can play with in hockey, basically. Yep. He played against 30-plus-year-olds. Played against 20-year-olds. Yep. Played against teenagers. Mm-hmm. Played against everything. Yeah. Which, I don't know, that might help. You'll I don't see know. a lot with the 9-9, nine and nine, but... Yeah, I like but it. it gives still, you multiple chances. That's still professional hockey. Junior hockey. I'd like to look it up. Tweet us. Because yeah. it might take a while, but um, what's the percentage of uh, OHLers that actually make it to the uh, to the NHL? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, it's a decent number, but Next year, there's Quan no way it's over 50%. Quan hockey might have that. Quan hockey might yeah. have that. Next week's homework. This week's homework. Yep. Yeah, you we'll, did homework. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do not have it up. Okay. I was going to say, I just thought of that now. Jonah, we have a little bit of time if you wanted to get into that. Do the name that. bracket. I can find it quick. Okay, cool. So, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, all-name... Oh, do the okay. name bracket. Do the name bracket. All right. Do the name bracket. So we're we're into round two, and because there are ten teams left, two guys have to get buys. So we will go with four matchups this week, and we're just going to go one uh, per week. Um, this week is Ottawa's Brendan Sirizotti taking on Kingston's Zaid Wisdom. Zaid. That's Zade a wisdom. matchup this weekend. I'm taking Zade too. Same. Um, and I'd just like to point out the guys that got the buys were the highest percentage votes. So whoever got the most votes in each conference got the buy. Niagara's Giancarlo Shanton had the most votes um, in the East. So he moves on to round three automatically. And for the West, it was Erie's Austin Swankler who won his matchup 83% to 17%. So he moves on automatically into round three. Congratulations. You're on to the next round. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. So you can find that on our Instagram story at the Owen 60 podcast. Brendan Sirazotti from Ottawa taking on Kingston's Zaid Wisdom. All right. Jonah D. Simone stats. Yeah. Your uh, homework from last week. Okay. So uh, most uh, goals against a team is Peterborough. We were right with that. Three goals on eight shots. In five games. So that's a solid, uh, that's pretty solid, I guess. And then Saginaw, it's a second team, an out of conference team. Saginaw Spirit, he has one goal, two assists against on three shots in three games. Ooh, that's solid. That's pretty decent. Jonah, you gotta love going to Saginaw. <laughs> gotta love it. Notable goal he scored on the last part of the stat Hunter Jones, the first one. That he actually only has one. I still goal feel bad, Hunter. man. I still feel bad. No goal horn. That sucks. Yeah, I know. And you can look like, the Sally too. Come on, you birdie. You should let him sell you. Yeah, but they played with each other the last two years. Fitting. So that's kind of an okay That's fitting. Sally. Yeah, that's yeah. fitting. Hunter, yeah, so his first one, Hunter Jones. Only one on Jones. We thought there'd be more. One. Uh, Ivan Prostatov, the former uh, Saginaw Spirit, the old cartwheel guy when he got the three stars. Oh, yeah. That guy? Yeah. yeah. Scored on him. Uh, Erie's Cole Cece. Ooh. So, yeah. Uh, they play Erie a lot, though. Six games. Missis- yeah, Mississauga's Kai Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Jonah told me a good one with this. So I sent him the picture of like, the goalies. Yeah. Kai's goal, like the goalie scored on Kai, it was an empty netter. He, uh, oh, that's, so, that's not yeah, on Kai. Listen, listen, he went to play the puck, and then he lost it, and then Jonah had the tap. Oh, oh I thought you meant like Kai no, was on no, the bench. No, no, that's oh, why I was still okay. explaining it. I was going to say. Yeah, that's why I was still explaining it. But yeah, but uh, hey, a goal's a goal on the stat sheet. Well, yeah. That's so, like Zach Roy shooting it off his own teammate's rear end and Tomasino scoring. But Yeah. Erie's uh, Daniel Murphy. Uh, Barry's Arthur Siloffs. Kingston's uh, Ryan Dugas. He has two on him. So that's tied for the most. Uh, then Peterborough Pete's tied for first. Ty Austin. He has two goals on. Ooh. London's Brett Brochu. Guelph's Owen Bennett. And North Bay's Joe Verbatic. Those are the guys. They're victims. The Jonah D. Simone <laughs> shot. He's got such a quick release, though. Like, he's a guy that could play on that. Yeah, I think we were right talking when we were playing play. Chell earlier on this week. We were yeah. saying if there was an eighth round, Jonah would be in the eighth round, sure. probably. And I mean, I, that's no that's no I shot mean, at Jonah at all. I've sent the I've sent that clip and I sent the tweet around to like a couple of guys I know on Twitter. Yeah, that have a little bit of a say in the NHL from teams. I sent it around. 
So hopefully that's a fact. The own 60 effect. Try to get guys in the show. Yeah. All right, quickly, the uh, Twitter poll from last week. About your hair, I think it is. No, that's this week. I thought that was last week. Nope, that'd be this week. No. Didn't have one last week. You made it sound like it was last week. Oh, no, no, that would be this week's. Oh, okay. Should I do it? Uh, Yeah, go for it. So I got to get a haircut. Should should we just get it shaved? That's it. Should Colin get his hair just shaved? Should it be shaved? That's the Twitter poll. Heck yeah. Heck no. Gross. <laughs> With the emoji getting sick. That'll be the poll. It's coming out right now. All right. And that's this week's. All right. Yeah, you can find that on Twitter at the Own 60 Podcast. And uh, we are done. 20 weeks in the books. 20 down. Hasn't felt like 20. It sucks to play off, so that's so exciting. I know. Be what? OHL finals right now? Yeah, going into Probably. the finals. Going into the finals. Yeah, we would have just came back from our uh, Eastern Conference finals trip in Flint. Western. When they took Western. Yeah. Damn. 3 1. Man. It's all good. It's all good. It happens. Uh, between the Firebirds and Spirit, but you know. As I'm Whatever. typing out the Twitter poll. Yep. All right, while you type that out, I uh, guess we should end the show as baseball highlights really scroll across my screen right now. The times. All right. That's even more. That's tough, dude. Yeah, I miss baseball. Same. Play- yeah, we were supposed to start our season this week. This week? I'm angry. Yeah, on uh, oh, yeah, Saturday or Sunday. Wow. Yeah, That's tomorrow. Early. Or today. Sunday. This is be tough. It's windy out today. I don't know. I can't remember. Might as well pull me in the first inning if I'm pitching in a wind game. I'll pull me. Oh, dear. It sucks pitching in the wind. Talk about that off That's why air. I don't pitch. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> it might as well rain. I shouldn't hit either, but I do. It might as well rain when, you're pit- when you have to pitch in the wind. Why? It might as, it might as well rain because it sucks. Especially it's blowing out. <laughs> Ball gets up and she's gone. You just want it to rain so the game will get canceled and you won't have to pitch in the wind. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh my I, I pitched in snow, man. Yeah, that's tough. In Cambridge. Done Haven't done that. It's not fun. Yeah, that's tough. That'd be cold. I got pulled. I had a shutout going. I had, I had a two-hit shutout going through four innings, and I got pulled. Yeah, I'd pull you too. I'm like, come on. I'd what are we doing here, too. coach? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Give him the business. Brantford. Give him the business. Jeez. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Okay. Time to go. Yeah. Play thanks the Wings for Gold listening. song. Yep. Yeah, thanks for listening. And out.